Roman Jacker. Hello, I'm Samsara and you are listening to The Players by Samsara. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in Nam on the lands of the Kulin Nation and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. The podcast soap opera The Players by Samsara ran through all of 2018 and 2019 and had a cult following. I have decided to repackage the series in eight supercuts so that listeners can continue to revisit or enjoy anew this tale of intrigue and ambition. Today you get to hear where and how it all began in chapters 1 to 5. You will meet the Bannisters and the Drummonds and listen as they try to mend family rifts and start a theatre company together. a stage, and all the men and women merely players. Ruby's office. <sighs> well, Mikey, here we are. Yes, sis. It's really happening. I called you a bit early so um, we could take a moment and uh, celebrate our achievement quietly before the rest of the Hungry Hordes join us. Yeah, it's no way to speak of family, Ruby. Family? I get treated by strangers better than I do my own children. Yeah, well, I'm sure that'll all change now that Dramaticus is up and running. They'll begin to appreciate your love and support for them and their careers just as I do. You know, I'll never be able to repay you for what you're doing for me and my daughters. And I never imagined I'd ever get near a stage again. And as for Sienna and Emerald, well... Michael, you and my brother... They are my nieces, and I... I would do anything for you. I always have, and I always will. And I'll never forget the way you helped Brick yeah. through the hard times when Tony died. I just didn't have the strength to be there for him, and... And Edward... Well, you know how things have turned out with him. Yeah, yeah. Just wish you could have found the love and caring I believe him. Instead, you end up with a no-good, lazy gold-digging playboy who's just making his life goal to make you miserable and spend all your money. Enough. This is supposed to be a happy time. We're celebrating an amazing achievement and one which will possibly make us all come together as a family. This venture, this theatre company, this could be the spark that brings us all together in love and achievement and success. So raise your glass, Michael, and make a toast. All right. Here it is. To Dramaticus. May it be the pride and joy and redemption of the Bannister. <laughs> what is this? The Bannister clan? You forget yourself, Michael. The theatre company is the initiative and the sole property of the Drummond clan. You are merely an employee. Edward? that is uncalled for and untrue. What exactly is untrue about it, my dearest wife? (laughs) And what are you doing celebrating without me? This is our money paying for this, remember? Our money? You have not contributed a cent to this venture or our lives at all so far. So this is Tony's money paying for this, not yours. Tony! 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 When are you going to stop using him against me? He is dead and has been for almost two decades. You married me, and what is mine is yours, and what is yours is mine. It is true, you brought in the money, but I've been paying for it every day since then. Ah, stop at the bow of you. Look, this is supposed to be the day of celebration. For just this one moment, let us forget our animosity <laughs> and toast the success of Dramaticus. Dramaticus. Come on, everyone. To peace. Not bloody likely. To. to fame 
and deport you! The boardroom. River, sweetheart, how's it all going? Uncle Mike. <laughs> is everything ready, River? Yes, Mum. I'm just setting out the agendas now. Well, where is everyone? We don't have all day to waste. Let's get started. Rick, Sienna and Flora should just be finishing rehearsal downstairs now. Emerald won't be attending. She says she still has a lot of work to finish on Flora's costume with all the changes and will work better from home. Boulder Dash! She's just too scared to come in. This isn't going to work, you know, Ruby. Emerald is unreliable, always hiding out at home. She is never around when you need her. <sighs> that is complete garbage. She is a designer. She needs her creative space. And she's been working her fingers to the bone getting those costumes ready in time for the launch. In fact, if it wasn't for your daughter being so difficult, they'd be done by now. How dare you blame Flora? For your daughter's damaged incompetence! Edward, both of you, stop! Edward, apologise right now! No. Why? I shouldn't have to apologise for speaking the truth. Now, Edward, that was completely uncalled for, bringing up Emerald's challenges in that manner. If you don't take that back, I'm gonna knock that smirk right off your face with this walking stick. No, oh, please try. Edward, apologise. <laughs> what I do for love! Everyone. What's going on? Um, there has been a bit of a disagreement. Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> Anything important? Edward. <laughs> Just establishing working relationships. You know how these things are. Sorry, Michael, old chum. You know, I think Emerald is a Adorable. What about Emerald? Uh, well, we were just discussing how Emerald will be missing the meeting because she is a bit behind on the costumes. Ah, oh, Flora's changes. Mm-hmm. Yes, speaking of Flora, where is she? She was supposed to be rehearsing with the two of you. Shouldn't she be here now? Flora never turned up for rehearsals today or yesterday. We don't know where she is. Give her a call, please, River. Hi, you reached Flora. Um, She's not answering. Oh, sure, Well, we really do need to get started, even though she isn't here. <laughs> Shut up. Flora can join in when she gets here. You can't start without her. She is an integral part of this theatre company. If we waited for Flora for rehearsals, we wouldn't have an act for the launch. Shut up. <laughs> Flora can join in when she gets here. If. She gets here. <laughs> In the meantime, everyone please settle down. River has set out copies of the agenda for you all, so please take a moment to look through it before we begin. The boardroom. So that brings us to item three, signage. River, have the A3 headshots and biographies been printed yet? We have the images and layouts. We just need a decision on whether we want the photos in colour or black and white. Black and white is more traditional. They should be in full colour. It will bring out the blue in my eyes and colour photos are much more attractive. Black and white is more dramatic. Is there a cost mm. difference? Black and white is cheaper, about a third of the cost. Cost is not an issue. It's about what is most flattering. How long will we have these? Are they permanent installations or just for the event? Good question, Sienna. Well, I was imagining these to be up for a while as you are all the core repertory of the company. Of course you don't think money is an issue, Edward. It's not yours, you're spending. Enough. Hmm. Michael, which way do you think it's best to go? Why are you asking him? This is our company. Michael is our lead creative and I have promised him full consultation and deciding vote on creative decisions. Let's bold it out. Hi, did I miss anything important? Why are you late? None of your business. Excuse me? Uh, we were just deciding on colour or black and white headshots. Oh, colour of course. Black and white makes me look so washed out. Well, it's not your decision to make, young lady. Hmm. Okay, okay. I've made a decision. 
the headshots will be black and white. It is more striking and the photos won't age if we keep them hanging for a long time. Let's keep moving. Item four, rehearsals. So how are they progressing, Michael? I believe River has booked the incidental musicians. Brick, Sienna and Flora have been rehearsing with the River Tour for the big showcase numbers. And which ones are they doing? Uh, we're doing songs from a chorus line. It seemed appropriate. The trio are doing I Hope I Get It. Edward was supposed to have been it too, but he felt it was too demeaning for someone of his experience and stature to sing a song like that. Actually, Mum, Flora hasn't attended the last three rehearsals, so Sienna and I have been rehearsing What I Did For Love instead, as a duet. What? I don't understand. Isn't that the point of this venture to relaunch your career, Edward? Yes. Now, Flora, you made such a song and dance, forgive the pun, about being involved. Uh, what's going on? What's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. I will not make my Australian debut singing a song about being in a cattle call, hoping to be cast. I am a respected and established English actor. And I will not be demeaned in this way. Respected? You've been in two small West End shows and that's it. Shut up. I offered you a solo and you refused. I'm not interested in wasting my time and energy and talent on all this silly launch. I am an actor and I will debut as the lead in a play. Yeah, well, that's your decision. The more concerning question is regarding Flora. You've missed three rehearsals, even if we try to fit some extra in, which is really unfair to Brick and Sienna, who have been working hard. You won't be ready in time. Uh, I don't need to rehearse. I already know the song. It's about more than just knowing the song, Flora. I know you are still young and inexperienced with performance, so you need to trust us. Rehearsals are essential. You really don't want to go in front of an audience and not know what you or we are doing. Uh, I don't even know if extra rehearsals are possible to be scheduled at this point. We only have two days and the repetitor may not be available. Michael? Okay. I need to make another tough decision. Flora, we have to leave you out of the showcase. What? There is just no more time to work you into the original. Daddy! You can't do that to my daughter! Uh, I can. And I can. Michael, are you sure this is necessary? Look, can't we work something out? Oh, no, I'm afraid not, Ribs. There is just no time. Emerald hasn't finished a costume anyway. So, River, please let Emerald know she can stop working on it and just focus on the no! You can't do that! Daddy, he can't do that! This is all your fault, Ruby! You are jealous of me! I hate you! I hate you all! Stop! <laughs> you need to calm down! Life is full of disappointments and if you had attended rehearsals, this wouldn't be happening. So maybe next time, you will show more commitment now that you know this can happen. Don't speak my little girl like that! I think we should call an end to this meeting today. We've covered all of the important things. River and I can sort out the rest. Sweetheart, sweetheart. Calm down, calm down. Listen, listen. Look, I have an idea. Let me work out some of the details and, and then come and find me. I'll let you know what is happening. Daddy will fix it. Don't you worry. You will sing at the launch. Promise? I promise! Rehearsal room. Goodbye. Michael, can we chat? That's five, everyone. Sorry to pull you away from rehearsals, Uncle Mike, but Mum wants to have a quick chat to make sure we haven't missed anything for the launch party. Yes. 
The meeting was a debacle and I don't feel confident that we covered everything. Yeah, well, if your good-for-nothing husband would just teach Flora some discipline, everything would have been discussed when it was scheduled to be discussed. You know, of course, you can't teach a quality you don't possess yourself. Michael, I am really looking up to you to be the grown-up here. We all know what those two are like. Someone has to stand up and be the bigger man. Yeah, well, it certainly won't be bloody Edward then, will it? Why do you keep him around? You know he's unfaithful and he's such a bad influence on Flora. I've never seen a daughter treat her mother with as much contempt and disrespect as she has for you. Well, I'm not saying you're perfect, but nobody deserves what you get from those two. I know. But I love him. Yeah. I truly do. Where's She's it? my daughter and I can't abandon her. Uh, I am your daughter too, Mum. You sent Brick and I away to school. In some ways you could say you abandoned us, yet neither of us treat you anything like that. River, don't say that. I didn't mean to abandon you, either of you. I was a mess when your father died, you know that. Uh, I know, Mum. Don't get upset. I wasn't trying to make you feel bad. Yeah, alright, alright, enough of this. Look, we're not going to solve this problem today, and I really do need to get back to the rehearsal. So, what do you need to know? Well, I really just need to confirm the order of proceedings and confirm you will join me in making the launch speech. Here is the draft program. Yeah, um, look, um, one change. We will be doing two songs now. Brick and Sienna will still be doing I Hope I Get It, but as a duet. And they'll follow that with What I Did For Love. <laughs> Thank you. Just wrote money. So, Flora is out of the program completely? Oh, Mike! Yeah. Isn't is there any way we can include her? Oh, look, Rubes, I'm sorry, but she's just too unreliable and it's only two days away. She doesn't know the song, she hasn't rehearsed the choreography, and she won't finalise a costume. There's nothing I can do. And it's unfair to, for Brick and Sienna to have to perform with that uncertainty. I have an idea if anyone is interested. What's that, River? Well, if Flora really wants to perform, perhaps she could sing after the formal program has been completed. I was thinking something like a uh, cabaret feel while everyone is drinking and chatting. That is a brilliant suggestion, River. What? You know, we, we may also be able to get Edward involved. He might be willing to do something with his daughter. You know he would do anything for her, mm. and his natural showmanship should be unable to resist the offer. Especially if he can choose the song. Uh, I don't know if Emerald will have time to pull any costumes together. No problem. Edward can wear his tuxedo, and I will send Flora out to buy her gown. She loves shopping anyway. Yeah, that's all well and good, but look, they will have to find their own pianist too, because Gustav won't have enough time to rehearse for us and also them. Great! We will go with this plan. I will speak with Flora and Edward. River, can you make sure that Brick and Sienna know they have to make themselves available to woo the audience after the performance? Mm-hmm. I know I am bankrolling this venture, but I want to start developing investors and patrons into the structure as soon as possible. Yeah, look, one last thing. I don't think I'm going to have enough time to do right a speech for the launch. I will deal with that, don't worry. I'll get the draft to you tomorrow. Yeah, right. Look, I've got to get back to this. All right, everyone. Back to work. I want to go over the first number once from the top. No breaks. The Drummond House. How dare Michael kick me out of the showcase? What right does he have to do that? This is your company, not his. I know, sweetling, I know. Don't you worry your pretty head. He won't get away with this. I won't let him. But what are you going to do? And did you see Brick and Sienna ganging up on me? Brick is supposed to be on my side too. I'm his half-sister. That's more important than a mere cousin and a poor one too. Yes. I think it is important that Michael understands his place right from the start. 
his annoying daughters too. We can't have cripples and head cases running this company. I won't stand for it. Don't understand how you let this happen. You should have stopped it. It wasn't the right time, sweetling. I need to speak to your mother in private about this. Mm, there are a few things that need to get sorted out before we go too much further along. You shouldn't let her boss you around like that. You are the man of the house. You're in charge. Why is she the CEO anyway? It's, it's supposed to be you. Well, yes, yes, yes. From one perspective, that is true. I don't really like all that business malarkey though. Ruby is much better at it. Besides, I want to be an actor and have my gorgeous talented daughter on stage at my side. I am a frontman, and I am much more effective in the spotlight. I will be the face of the company, so to speak. Just you? No, no, sweetling. You and I. Michael thinks he is the draw card, but we will show him. Hmm. And just how are we going to do that? You and I aren't even a part of the launch anymore. We're just going to be... I don't know, standing on the sidelines looking on when it's our money that's paying for it. Yes. Ruby seems to have forgotten that when she married me, what was hers became mine. I think it's time that I reminded her. When Ruby got this idea, she said it was for us. But now we're being pushed to the sidelines. It's not fair! Don't you worry your pretty little head. I will sort this out. The launch will be all about us, not Michael and his brats, and certainly not about that arrogant upstart stepson of mine. Okay, so what do we do? Mm, firstly, I want you to start calling Ruby mum the next few days and try to be nice to her. No. Yes, Flora. You know, she always falls for that. And we want to make sure she is not expecting anything unplanned to happen. In the meantime, I will go in and speak to her. I need to remind her of her place and mine. The dressing rooms. Ta-da! And here is your dressing room, Sienna. Wow, this, this is great. Thanks, River. We decided to give you and Flora the larger rooms because for classical work, you'll have larger gowns to contend with and possibly wigs and so forth. Ah, true. Will we be changing rooms depending on the shows? No. The family are the core repertory company, so we decided you five would have permanent individual dressing rooms. And then there are two other larger dressing rooms for supplementary cast members. Great! I can put up pictures in that case and make the place my little sanctuary. Absolutely. Feel free to get carried away. Just remember that this is a place for you to centre yourself before a performance, so I wouldn't recommend cluttering it with too much graffiti and dead skulls. <laughs> You know that's what Flora's is going to end up looking like, don't you? Oh my god. Can we please have five minutes without Flora being the axis upon which the entire world revolves? Please! Hey cuz, do you like your new digs? Is everything okay, sis? It's fine. I just accidentally mentioned Flora. <laughs> um, a great way to ruin a lovely moment. All right, you two. We all have to stop this and try and treat Flora with respect. We are going to be working together for a very long time, so we need to try to come up with some sort of peace with both Flora and Edward. Bloody pommy up star. <laughs> Brick. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but look, I'll, I'll suck it up. I have to go. I need to check that the staging is being installed in the foyer. No nasty gossip while I'm gone. I want to be a part of it all. <laughs> Personally, I'm glad Flora has been kicked out of the launch. It is annoying for us both to have to work with someone so unskilled for such an important event as the launch. We're spending all our energy having to cover up her mistakes and trying to make her look good. That's not really fair, Brick. She actually does have some talent, and, and what 15-year-old is going to have the skills and training you have? You and Emerald to name just two. Well, yes, but we grew up in an acting family. 
Mum and Dad both had amazing international film careers, so we had access to some of the best practitioners in the world to learn from, pretty much from the moment we could walk. We also had access to professional work in commercials and with Disney. Most kids, no matter how good they are, don't have those opportunities. Bruh. Stop being so reasonable. I am unlikely to change my mind about her and never about that upstart layabout people call my stepfather. I know. So, how do you like your dressing room? Impressive, aren't they? Well, it appears yours is somewhat bigger than mine. Who did you have to sleep with to get one this size? <laughs> <laughs> Ruby's office. Oh, <laughs> Edward, uh, hi. Uh, knocking before entering would be nice. Why? Are you afraid I might catch you in an act of uh, betrayal? Oh, wait. That has already happened. What are you talking about? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you act so innocent. Of course, you would never betray your husband, your life partner. The person with whom you vowed to share all your worldly goods. <sighs> Alright Ed, out with it. What has upset you this time? Or would it be more accurate to ask what has upset Flora? You leave her out of this. You have always been jealous of her. She is just a sweet, innocent young girl, and you have resented her since the day she was born. That is not true, Ed. I, I love Flora. Mm. She is my youngest daughter, and I love her just as much as I love Brick and River. <laughs> you are the one who has been driving a wedge between us her entire life, and you are the one who teaches her to disrespect me and who panders to her every whim. You leave me no choice but to be the disciplinarian all the time. Even then, you totally undermine every structure or routine I try to put in place of her. Well, she is 15 now and has to start learning there are consequences to her actions. You do not love her equally as Brick and River. They are the progeny of the magical and perfect Antonio Morello. A man who died before any of his imperfections could emerge. Oh, Edward, do we really have to have this conversation over and over again? Yes! Tony and I were married for 15 years and we have two children together. Of course he had flaws, so do I. It was not a perfect marriage, but, but we did agree on many things, including the discipline of the children. Tony and I were friends as well as husband and wife, which seems to be more than I can say for the two of us. Yes, and that is why you love the other children more than Flora. You treat them much better than Flora, and yesterday was the perfect example. You didn't care how she felt. You didn't bother to find out if there was any reason behind her absences. You didn't insist on taking moments to talk with her in private. Oh no, you just let Brick and that self-important niece of yours make up lies. And then, to make it worse, you let your brother the man who was supposed to be her loving uncle. Kick her out of the launch on the spot! You know that is not how it was! I don't know anything of the sort! I was there. If it looked that way to me, your loving husband, how betrayed and abandoned do you think poor Flora felt? Not to mention embarrassed and humiliated. She is just starting out on her career. She is young and vulnerable, and you all hit her with a sledgehammer. Ed, God, I don't think of it that way, honestly. I just thought she was being a usual bratty teenage self and needed to be disciplined. See, you don't love her. What mother would talk about her child in that manner? I do love her. Mm. I can love her and yet see her for who, for who she is turning into. That is what I'm trying to prevent. Look, I want Flora to grow up and be a fully rounded adult. One who has personal and professional self-discipline. She's an artist. Well, she isn't one yet. 
but I'm, I'm hoping this company will help her to develop those talents and skills if this is what she really wants to do with her life. Of course she does. It's in her blood. Edward, we can't force her. She will be given the opportunity to learn from and work with some of the most talented people in the industry, but she is only 15. Teenagers change their minds all the time about what they want to do when they leave school. Acting looks cool and glamorous to her right now, but I think yesterday she got her first glimpse of the rigour and cutthroat aspects of the work. What would you know about it? You have never acted. That is true, but Michael's entire family, including his dead wife April, have been in the industry for decades at a very high level. And Brick trained at RADA and my... Mm. My daughter River has just graduated from Yale in theatre management. Look, I've not done it myself, but I trust the people around me to know what they're talking about. And everyone at that meeting agreed that we could not risk Flora at the launch. I am your husband, which means this company is as much mine as yours. I am telling you that Flora will be performing at the launch. No! Ruby's office. Oh, my, my beautiful. How did we end up in this row? I am sorry. You know I love you until forever. Really? Of course I do. I, I just get a bit overprotective of Flora. She is such a delicate and insecure child. And I worry that she will get swamped by the large personalities in this family. I love her too, Edward. And I would never let anything happen to her. You know that. Of course, of course, my precious Jim. I just think you had your mind on so many things with the launch that you failed to see her this time and see the hurt inflicted. Callously too. Maybe. Well, I don't think anyone intended to hurt her, though. Look, there is always going to be a fine line between what is good for the company and what is good for the family. Isn't it more important to nurture Flora's budding and delicate talent? She is your daughter. You also need to trust that she will do well. Don't you have any faith in her? Of course I do. I believe that if she attended rehearsals, she would have been amazing. It's just too late now to include her in the main Oh, no, 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 it's never too late, beautiful. Well, River did make an excellent suggestion this morning regarding Flora. Oh, and what did Flora's loving big sister propose? River suggested that perhaps you and Flora could work up a duet to close the speeches and transition into the networking phase of the evening. Like, kind of cabaret style. Well, <laughs> isn't that generous of her? Well, we can be background music. It isn't like that, Ed. Mm. You would get to choose whatever music you wished. <laughs> so you can pick something that would really showcase the two of you. I thought you could wear your tux and we could send Flora out to buy a gown. So we don't even choice. get costumes? Edward, there isn't time for Emerald to, to, to design and make something. The, the launch is only two days all away. All right, all right, all right. I guess it's better than nothing. Hmm. Get Michael and Gustav at the piano at two o'clock and Flora and I will be there with our material. There isn't time for Gustav to do this either. What? I have found another repetitor for you to work with. I don't think Michael has time either. So I was thinking you might prefer to direct this yourself and make it something which is really showcasing the talents of both of you. After all, you know Flora best and she listens to you more than she listens to anyone else. Let's me get this straight. We are going to be background singers in bought clothes with a second-rate pianist, having to choose our own material, and no director? Is this really what you are proposing? That's the best I can do, Ed! 
Look, we all want you both to be a part of this. It is a family venture and both of you are important members of that family. Look, unfortunately, your initial refusal to participate and Flora's lax attitude to rehearsals has left us with us no time and no alternatives. I'm doing the best I can. Hmm. All right, beautiful. We will do it. Watch this space. We will knock your socks off. I have to go. There are a lot of preparations to take care of. The dressing rooms. <laughs> See, Flora, I told you. Sienna's dressing room is the exact same size as yours. She is not getting any special treatment over you. <laughs> Good. She may not be getting special treatment over Flora, but this is definitely bigger than mine. How dare you give her a larger dressing room than me? I own this company. We all own this company, stepfather dearest. Hmm. You don't own anything until your mother and I are dead. And your mother is 11 years older than me, so don't be expecting too much, you talentless upstart! Excuse me? Yeah, when Ruby is dead, Daddy's gonna make sure we get everything. Aren't you, Daddy? Oh, really? Does our mother know about this plan? Right, right, let's stop. Ouch! Daddy, don't pinch me! Look, River, I am sorry for what I said. It was rude and unforgivable. I... I just feel humiliated to be treated with this level of public disrespect. Don't apologise to her, Daddy. Be quiet, sweetling. I was wrong to say that and we all know it. Oh, it's okay, Edward. It is a very stressful week for all of us. A lot is riding on the success of this theatre company and the tone of the launch sets the tone of the company. Exactly my point about the dressing room sizes. As I explained to you earlier, the reason Flora and Sienna have been given the two larger dressing rooms is that they will often be dealing with period gowns and wigs, so they will just take up more space. Uh, I don't want to wear wigs, they're smelly and horrible. Don't worry, sweetling. Your hair is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I won't let them cover it up. Well, if you don't think Flora will need the room, perhaps I could switch your dressing room with hers. That would be the most appropriate from the perspective of age and experience. You are not putting me in a smaller room. Daddy! No! Look, leave things as they are for now. We can always address the situation at a later date. So I was told you two are going to be going ahead with the closing number for the launch. Have you decided what songs you're going to be doing? Yes, yes, yes. We are doing Consider Yourself. Lata and where is love? From Oliver. They will suit my English accent and compliment Flora's youth. Oh, great. I love that musical. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, perhaps you should uh, run off and get things organised. I know you have a lot to do today. Flora and I will just take a moment to discuss our approach and organise our time. Okay, find me if you need help with anything. No, 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 no. You are extremely busy. We'll sort this out ourselves. Well, okay. Hmm. That did not quite go to plan. Yeah, Dad, I am not giving my dressing room up to you. Hush, sweetling, hush. Of course not. This is the dressing room I will have. Sienna's. Oh, look at this gorgeous dress Emerald's made for her. She was making this stupid, cutesy little girl dress for me. I kept telling her to fix it and she just kept making it worse. Mm, it's a little old for you, sweet. It is not. I am 15. I may as well be an adult. It's not my fault the law says I'm not. Mm, you are right. You are very mature for your age. Mm, and, uh, well, you are quite grown up. You probably would fit into that dress. Oh, can I try it on? Mm. Please? Please, no. please, please, please. No. Oh, please, please. No. Please, oh, it looks so cute. Please, no. Please, 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 please. please. Oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. Would I ever 
deny you anything. Go ahead, see if it fits. Oh, it's just stunning, Dad. Well, don't just stand there in front of the mirror in the bathroom. Come out here and show me. Yes, it is, and it fits you perfectly. This is the dress I want for the launch. I'm taking it. Yes, yes, this could be exactly what we need to make things work. Mm. Take it off carefully, put it back, and make sure she won't be able to tell it was touched. But Dad, I want it. I know, sweetling, I know. And you will have it. We just have to be a bit clever about this and not let anyone know. Why? Trust me on this. Can you do that? Maybe, but you have to tell me what's going on. I will, I will later. Take it off. I have to go and organise some things. Oh, and don't forget, be nice to your mother. The Bannister Cottage. Oh, yum! It's amazing! Oh, smells delicious! Mm. Uh, it's so nice to be able to have a quiet evening at home with my two beautiful daughters. Yes, it is, Dad. It's like ages since we've done this. Well, there have been a few things going on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry, girl. For what, Dad? Oh, I feel like I've neglected you. First there was the planning and building of the theatre. We've only just finished that and here we are jumping straight into rehearsals and prep for the launch. We've all been busy, Dad. Not just you. At least it's the same project overwhelming us all. So we have that in common. It's kind of nice. So true. Yeah, but I've only seen you at rehearsals, Sienna, and you know, poor Emerald. I feel like I only see you when I need something made or a design isn't quite right. It's fine, Dad. It's the nature of the business. We are really very lucky that we can all share in different aspects of this venture together. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. So, speaking of which, how are you enjoying being the resident designer? Is it what you imagined it to be? It's a lot more time-consuming than I thought it would be, and I have to compromise so much. In what way? Well, I knew that I'd have to work with you, Dad, and we'd have to agree on stuff, but I really didn't know I'd have to deal with everybody's individual wants and needs. Uh, what do you mean? I think I know what, or should I say, who you are talking about. No, no, it's nothing really. Nothing important, anyway. Yes, it is, Emma. Tell me, what is going on? It's Flora, Dad, obviously. Yeah, okay. Tell me what's been happening. Seriously, it's fine. I don't have to worry anymore anyway, because she's no longer in the show! Well, you're half right. What? And half wrong. Before I explain any further, Emerald is going to tell me what's been happening. Hopefully we're all going to be working together for a long time, so I need to know what is going on now, in the early stages, so I can nip any problems in the bud. Well... I just didn't realise the actors have so much to say about the details in their costume designs. Uh, well, they do have a say, but in the end, it's your design. Flora has been a real little cow about the costume, Dad. How many times have you had to start from the scratch in the last two weeks, Emerald? Uh, only a couple. At least three times that I know of. To be honest, 
There have been five major changes. I have to admit I am glad that it won't be worn now. I'm not even sure it would have worked with the costumes I made for you and Brick anymore. It, it's so different now. Oh, you should have told me, sweetheart. You were so busy and under so much pressure. I'm never too busy to hear your problems. The both of you. You are my first priority and nothing gets in the way of that. If you need to speak with me, I'll always make time for you. Never doubt that for a moment. I love you and there is nothing in the world more important to me. I love you too, Dad. Yeah, I love you, Dad. I am sorry I didn't confide in you earlier, Dad. I promise I'll come to you next time. Anyway, it's the moot point now. Flora is not in the show anymore, so we can forget all about her! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. Again, not so fast. It turns out both Edward and Flora will be performing after all. Are you serious? Oh, my gosh. Edward was giving your Aunt Ruby a hard time about me cancelling Flora and Ruby came up with a suggestion. Your aunt looked so eager and imploring I just couldn't refuse her even though... Oh, I know this is going to bite us in the bum but they will sing a duet after the main launch ceremony is over. So I have one day to design and make two new costumes? No, 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 no. I only agreed on the condition that they have to buy whatever they need off the rack. Excellent! That sounds like they're exactly where they belong. Pret-a-porte, background music, Burn. All right, okay. Enough about Dramaticus. Let's just enjoy this lovely evening and pretend we don't have a care in the world. A toast to my two beautiful daughters and their amazing father. Right. What you say, Dad? Yeah, okay, Dad. The Bannister Cottage. Wow, what a lovely meal. And the thing which made it the most lovely is sharing it with my two gorgeous daughters. Ladies and gentlemen, give a big round of applause for the stunning Sienna! Button chicka wow Oh yeah, and the crowd keeps applauding for the gorgeous and extraordinary Emerald! Ah, oh, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. It was really the most fun we've had together in a long time. I don't think I've been this relaxed for weeks. Oh, I know what you mean, sis. Yeah, these last few weeks have been insanely hectic. Between getting the building finished and prepping for the launch, oh, this has been a, hasn't been a moment for ourselves. Just remember, in two days' time, you'll all be as free as I am right now. And I can't tell you how happy I am not to have to keep reworking Flora's costume. <laughs> uh, well, not really free. What do you mean, Dad? Well, once the launch is over, we pretty much have to dive into getting our first show up. We have to maintain the momentum of the launch or else it'll just be really for, all for nothing. We have to try and stay in the public eye, at least for the first year. I was really looking forward to a six-month Caribbean holiday, bronzed muscle men fanning me with palm leaves and feeding me grapes one by one and catering to my every whim. Oh. All right, Cleopatra. <laughs> Speaking of the public eye, I know you don't like public events, Emerald, but you are coming to the launch, right? Um, no. I'm very happy to keep that sort of thing in the capable hands of the both of you. Presses Jim, my extraordinary M. You have done so much hard work to get us to this point, and you are integral to us moving forward. You deserve to share the moment of triumph! Yes, do come, sis. It will be a lovely night, and you, you don't have to come on stage with us. Just enjoy the show, have a free drink or two or three. I said no. 
But why? You know why. Oh, Em, the scars are barely even visible anymore. If you don't know they're there, you can't tell anything happened. I said no. You're lying to make me feel good, but we all know that it's not true. These burn scars on my face, they're going to be with me for the rest of my life. Seven operations haven't been able to remove them, and lying about them when I can see the truth with my very own eyes is not going to help! Em, <laughs> calm down, precious. We know it's hard for you. We just want you to enjoy life to its fullest. We especially want to share this moment with the whole family. Us and your aunt's family. I know, Dad. I'm, I'm really tired now. I think I'm going to go to bed. Thank you both for a lovely evening. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm so sorry I pushed so hard, Dad. That's no, okay, Sam. It is very hard for him, but uh, we just have to keep on trying. <laughs> Perhaps I should have reminded her about Easter lunch with Aunt Ruby's clan next week. <laughs> that would have taken her mind off it. <laughs> yeah, it certainly would have. The pain never ends, does it? <laughs> The Players was written and produced by Samsara. The theme music is by Embryo. The Players features Jack Avery as Flora Drummond, April Goreffa as Emerald Bannister, Justin Groves as Brick Morello, Axel Gunn as Michael Bannister, Scott Knight as Edward Drummond, Imbi Lady Ling as River Morello, Jacqueline Lombardo as Sienna Bannister, and Marie Shefford as Ruby Drummond. In box set two, we will meet two exciting new characters, Karana the pianist and Henri the couturier. If you like this episode, please leave a tip by clicking on the tip jar link in the show notes. If you live in Melbourne, you can also check out my other podcast, What Did She Do?, which celebrates live theatre in Melbourne every Sunday. And if you want more audio drama by this fabulous team, you can have a listen to the podcast Samsara's Dramas. And remember, do what you love and do a lot of it.